Welcome to Views from the Backseat. Join us as we pull back the curtain on a career that is often rated simultaneously as the most stressful and yet also providing the highest personal satisfaction. This show is about our adventures in the fire service. We provide a raw, open conversation which will include laughs, tears, stories, insights, and more than a few swear words. Thank you for listening. Let's get to the show. Yeah, good Good morning, Neil. How are you, What's sir? What's up, buddy? And how are you doing, sir? All right, all right. We are, uh, I'm in Florida. I don't know if you knew that this week. Uh, you did mention something. I yeah. didn't believe it. Right. I am still in Iowa, just in case anybody's wondering where I'm at. So, yes. Sure, sure. And so people are probably already noticing that there's another good looking fellow like creeping over my shoulder over here uh, <laughs> off to camera left. <laughs> and since we're in Florida, decided that uh, so my dad's uh, also was a firefighter, just like your father was. And yes. uh, he is now since he's a firefighter in Iowa as well. Uh, he's has since retired and lives down in Florida. So uh, we're living the Florida lifestyle. I was here for a, a work conference and scooted over to Daytona Beach to see these guys and figured that I'd bring him on as a special guest since uh, he could probably sh- share some stories from his time on the job, too. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Glad to have you. You know, we, we've had some comments saying like, hey, when are you guys going to have some guests? And uh, uh, I told a couple of them, a couple uh that, hey, you have to go through a real stringent series of questions to see if you're the right caliber for the show. So, <laughs> I always the fast the best. And the first, I last. Yeah, and the first, <laughs> test was, so the first test was to have, be a father, have literally have one of the kids on the show. Yeah, so. yeah. right on, yeah. right on. Glad yeah. to have you. Glad so, to be here. So I was scrolling through the news feed uh, down here in Daytona Beach, and, and you asked when I told you I was going to be in Daytona Beach if we would have like the Baywatch cast. Like if we would be on the or, beach and have having people not running behind like, us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been told Daytona Beach was in its heyday, what? Uh in, in 20 I remember 1988, 1987. Probably from like the 70s and the 80s, because I remember yeah. my aunt, I don't know, went down for uh 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 Daytona Beach for spring break, or whatever. And I don't know if you remember, but all the guys were, were wearing like those half t-shirts. They were literally just like half <laughs> like t-shirts. Cut off t-shirts. Cut, it was like literally a half t-shirt. And I, I made my aunt buy me a half t-shirt that said Daytona Beach on it. Favorite t-shirt ever. <laughs> you probably still have that somewhere. I've seen your, Ooh, I've seen your wardrobe. I've seen I'm, your wardrobe. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I lost that in one of the divorces. So yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. I know I'm going to go down to uh, Surf Style Beach Shop over on the beach here and after this show and I'm going to talk uh, or find you one of those shirts. Uh, a half shirt. And yep. I, it just, yeah. yeah, a half shirt. Yep. Tell you. I'll buy, it was, in, it fact, in fact, uh, in fact, I'll, if I find them, I'll buy two and we'll surprise this audience <laughs> okay. here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> might not want to see my big fat belly, but I, well, I'll well, sport it. Trust me. What's that? What's that shirt you wearing these days? Actually, I got to know. All right. But, in, but in a half shirt, but Extra in a half large. shirt, it's, in a half shirt, it's got to be a schmedium then. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so the other thing, so I heard that the people running up and down the beach don't look like the, the Baywatch folks. So we decided to keep it a little bit more quiet contained here, uh, but we're still enjoying our uh, Corona's uh, with limes. Like we're on the, like we're on the beach. Um, nice. So why not? 
but I was yeah. just telling you before we came on, uh, just out of happenstance, I'm, I saw a news story about a, a rock concert here in Daytona Beach a week ago. And I hadn't heard this story yet, but uh, the lead singer was peeing on the fans' face. And, it's a, and the lead singer, I'll have you know, is a woman. So that was, oh. yeah. Oh, right? well, okay. You didn't tell me that earlier. So that's uh, interesting, to say right? the least. <laughs> yeah, there's wow. pictures of okay. it out on the internet if you want to find uh, about that. The band has since apologized that it probably should not have peed on a fan's face. While, uh, so, the concert. so was the fan offended? Or uh, I think the fan hopped offended? up. I think other, I think other people were offended for the the fan hopped up on oh. stage. No, the fan even hopped up on stage and like laid down on the stage. The fan was full willing participants of this. Event. Oh, so yeah, you can't, yeah. you can't, you know. But you know, people got offended that, by so. it, and then the band, so then the band oh, yeah. has to apologize. But oh, of course, yeah. It's always those so. public apologies that are the hardest. <laughs> you know, how about just some, how about some free concert tickets next time? We'll call it good, right. You know? <laughs> right. I'll sit you in the nosebleed seat so you you know you don't get offended by anything else. Yeah, right. Well, so, I guess things still do get wild down there in Daytona. Then they, it has the has the potential. Apparently, Bike Week is still a big deal, though, right? Oh, it's huge. Yeah, Bike Week is huge. Bike Weekend, they, same thing with the Daytona 500 weekend, isn't it? Oh, yes, yes. That yeah. They yeah. have a lot of they have a lot of events here. Yeah. They have yeah. Jeep Week, Truck Week, Jeep Week. Okay. Yeah, we have to do bike week twice a year, once in October and another one in the spring. Oh. Yeah. Trying to double down on it. You know, Gee, once for uh, the front wheel, once for the back. I wonder what kind of scenes are at bike week. Hmm. Leave that hmm. to the imagination. Uh, <laughs> half t-shirts up and down the mat. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Half of a half. half. <laughs> yeah, half of a half. So we were actually reminiscing a little bit before we went live uh, about how you said mentioned that your dad, when he was in the fire service, was ride and tailboard mm -hmm. and so for those that don't know what ride and tailboard is that's the old pictures you see of the firefighters literally mm -hmm. hanging onto the back of the fire truck on the back bumper going down the road right and so yeah. you said that that's you did that too when you started yeah, i did that when i first started i, I loved it it was great a little different yeah, hang on that's for sure oh, yeah. did you were you oh, yeah. did they put did you put a belt on or anything or just no, hold no belts no belts you wrapped your arm around the bar <laughs> see and, see now uh where my dad was uh they would they had a rope that would hang on that top bar and they had a rope and i remember just i mean just standing there and, and, and there was that a buzzer that the guy in the back where the where the driver would hear like one one but you know one hits hit the buzzer stop and two is go so that's how they actually communicate was a buzzer i remember that that's it that's it yeah yeah and we'd wrap our arm around the bar and put the there was a cover over the hose bed you put that up, especially in the wintertime, so oh. you, you'd at least be fairly warm back there going down oh. to, a, to a call. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's, it's a different, different ballgame now. Now the truck literally won't go out of park until everybody's seated and buckled up, right? Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> not, yeah, you know, you're, off, but... you know, you're heating your air conditioning, so yes, try to make it comfortable. There's all, all the stories all, of you riding in an, all in safety, an open, so. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we had safety's always in the top three, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, jump seats were open. The, the cab was enclosed, so the officer and the driver were enclosed, and uh, the rest of the firefighters sat in open seats in the back, facing backwards. 
Yeah. So you just set out in the elements. And, uh, <laughs> and, the city, <laughs> and in the city that he was in, uh, I feel like I remember a story that at one point, like you're driving down, there's an interstate that had a bridge. There's a bridge, an interstate bridge, and the road was sitting next to it. And the driver would, is this the correct story? Am I this is the correct something? story. All right. Yeah. You want to take it? Let's so go. it was a road out of the station that, that went right underneath the inter, uh, curve on the interstate. And the driver, I, I was not in that vehicle. I was standing at the station. But I saw this happen, and the driver drove, and he saw this snowplow up on the interstate pushing snow. And as they push the snow, it just comes off the interstate. Well, he timed it so that when he went under that interstate, it hit the firefighter sitting in that back seat. They were covered in snow and drove right through it. Yeah, see, <laughs> it uh, see those little shenanigans right there. Yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing like that ever would have happened while we were while we were working. I mean, how, right, right. We had we didn't have any raised interstates that we could do anything like that, so we just resorted to the old-fashioned uh, bucket of water on the roof oh, yeah. kind of trick. You know? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, and that's the that's the beauty, beautiful part about the fire service. People look at shows like Tacoma FD and that kind of stuff, and the shenanigans are a real part of it. I mean, uh, yeah, it transcends it transcends generations, right? And so you can laugh. And yeah, share oh, yeah. Like that yeah, all oh, the yeah. time. Um, he said he was standing outside the firehouse. You remember? You know what that reminds me of? Standing outside of the, the house fire. If we switch that sentence up a little bit. <laughs> oh, you you were standing outside. Of, yeah. yeah I mean, first, uh, the, my guys always love to laugh about this one. My first first day outside of academy, first day out of academy. I mean, we hit structure fires for the first few weeks, almost every shift out of academy, and it was we were rocking and rolling for a while. But first day out of academy, about three hours in on the job, uh, we get we're first in on on a structure fire. My company officer, we starts going through directions and everything else. We're hopping off the rig. I step off, uh, getting ready to go interior, and he looks over at me. He's like, all right, Brenneman, stay right here. And the rest of the crew went inside to put the fire on and left me outside. The next, the, truck come, the next truck comes in, and they all go in to start doing some work, and, and, and they all look over at me like, Brenneman, why are you out here? I was like, I, I, I was told to stand in the front yard. <laughs> this is where I'm standing yeah. on day one on the job. Everybody else is walking past me, going inside to put the fire out of yeah, my first structure fire is uh, literally left in the front yard, standing, standing like a little puppy watching, watching everything. Do work. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Too funny, too yeah. funny. Oh man, yeah. So, but what? But you had many more chances after that. So, right. I mean, literally, like that afternoon. I mean, we were back at it. I mean, it didn't take long, but uh, they nobody has ever let me live that down. There was there that day, which is which is fair, which is probably fair. Well, yeah, every, every yeah. Time. yeah, I mean, as a new guy, I had zero call in it, right? It was my officer that told me to stand there and wait, and so that's that's what yeah. I did. Yep. Uh, but yeah, they yeah after that, While everybody uh, else played. <laughs> yeah, so never lived it down. So after that, everybody made sure that they invited me and like, hey, Brennan, are you coming in on this one? Okay, come on, let's go. <laughs> Too funny. Too funny. It's, yeah, it's safe. Come on in. Um, yeah. but we've been talking a lot, uh, about, I mean, it's November about firefighting in the winter. I mean, there, there, cause there's guys, there, there's firefighters out there that have never fought fire in negative 10 degree weather and four feet of snow. And it's brutal. I mean, if we want to be honest, I mean, I remember well, you'd be happy to go inside and work, it, uh, interior. Cause that was the only place to warm up and warm, yeah. 
yeah, melt exactly. your gloves back out and that kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff, right? Oh yeah, it's and there's I mean once you get wet, there's nothing you can do to stay warm. Nothing. No. no. I mean icicles hanging off your helmet and everything yeah. covered in ice. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. brutal. So, yeah. so what were some what are some go ahead. I said there's really no happy medium because then no. in the middle of summer you're fighting a fire and it's miserable. So I don't think there is really any kind of happy medium. Just no, in, I, in Iowa, it's about a two-week period where it might be like 50 degrees outside. Like yeah. That's the perfect window because you come outside, yeah. it's nice and cool. <laughs> uh, and so you're looking for that. You're looking for that. But um, what else? I mean, the fire service has changed a lot since you came on board. And we were talking about how you went through academy. Yep. I mean, when, when did you go through academy? My, our academy was uh, a month long on on days um, that kind of taught you the basics of, you know, handling hose and spraying water and the tools and that. And then they, the probationary period for a year, and then they put you out of station with an officer for, for that year. And every month you'd have a topic to study, test to take, oh, okay. yeah. and do the performance, you know, ladders one month, hose handling another, uh, right mm -hmm. up through the year. So you kind of learn it as you go. Did you have a good gotcha. first officer out the door? Yeah, had a great officer out the door, you know, the patient and learn the ins and outs. And, uh, you know, from the older guys have been there forever and kind of some of their tricks of the trade as you go. Yeah, because there's a difference between what the books say to do versus what oh, actually yeah. works, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I was telling Eric, too, you know, when I started, I started in 80. 1980, and, right? And, yeah. uh, Fire uh, women in the fire service were not a big deal or a big thing at that point. Oh, yeah, I mean, they they really weren't there. And to the and, point that the buildings weren't even. You no, know, the buildings were not designed for women. And you know, one restroom in them. No, the yeah, bunk quarters were not designed for women either. I mean, we there was like a dormitory for bedrooms, mm -hmm. three or four beds yeah. in it, wide open. So yeah. That's that's all changed now. Yeah, right. And I mean, and that's one of the things too is that the fire service, as slow as it is to progress, it, we are obviously women are still not nearly uh, the same proportion as men in the fire service at this point. But that is right. changing very quickly. I mean, I come to these conferences and uh, and see many, many more women in the fire service, which uh, is fantastic because they bring a, a different. Uh, perspective as well, right? I mean, at this point, it's the candidate physical ability test. So everybody passes the same test, but we're going to just different lens, different perspective, different thought patterns. And so that's also what, part of what's helping change and move the fire service in a different direction too. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it, it's good progress. So um, a question from a six-year-old, is it scary to climb the big ladders? It can be scary. Yeah. It takes a while to kind of get to them. Yeah. Because they go way up in the air, especially the aerial ladders. But you kind of get a hang for it after a while. It's yeah. scary to start with. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, well, if, if you have a healthy respect of heights, the ladders can definitely be an interesting experience. But you learn to just focus on one step at a time and you get the job done. Uh, there's a video out there or a picture out there. I think you might know what it might still even be on the wall of the firehouse. I don't know. Are you talking about the one where your eyes are about this big? <laughs> yeah. yeah just, that's the first thing. That's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> for those that are listening at home, there's a picture on there. There's a picture on the wall of a, uh, of us doing high angle rope rescue. And I learned to become more respect, like have a better reaction to my, 
uh, respective heights over, over the years. You just learn to deal with it, as Neil said and Dad said. Uh, but there's a picture out there of one of the first times of us doing a rope evolution at about 130 feet in the air. And I'm laying in this rope basket, and my eyes are as big as saucers. I mean, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> what the hell did I just get myself into? All you see is eyes and teeth. That's it. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and then we've got a four-year-old that wants to know, if you've ever saved a cat out of a tree and i know that a lot of people will say no because uh there is this uh, misnomer that firefighters save cats out of trees because here's the running the running joke you've never seen a dead cat in a tree either they always, they always find, a, <laughs> right, exactly. find their way exactly. find their way down down uh but i, I did save a guy from a bridge once <laughs> You saved a guy from a bridge once, uh, and, and what did what 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 were your words of wisdom to him as you're ready to save him? You know what? I think that uh, someone with the uh, initials J.K. might uh, last name Kirkman might have blew that way out of proportion. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I'm pretty pretty sure. In the heat of the moment, I did not say. Come on me nicely. I'm pretty sure that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not watch the tape, but yeah, I don't. I don't think that happened. Yeah, yeah I told another grown man to come on you nicely uh, yeah. as you're hanging from a rope. So and that was we'll not. That <laughs> wasn't at a concert in Daytona right. Beach. So who knows what happened there? <laughs> uh, so um, I actually did save a cat from a tree when I was in uh, the volunteer fire department that I was on before uh, the department I was on with you professionally, Neil. Uh, it was just one of those service calls. The neighbor found a cat in a tree and it was a smaller volunteer fire department. And they were like, ah, oh, what the hell? We need some ladder practice and stuff. And so we actually did uh, go pull the cat out of the tree. Uh, but I'll tell you what, the cat was not happy to be pulled out of the tree. It was very, very comfortable hanging out <laughs> well, up there. Sure. So through uh, structured gloves and through bunker coats, still got scratched up from that cat. Yeah, I bet, I bet. Yeah, they wanted yeah, to be like there. Like you said, yeah. you you don't, you don't see any skeletons up there, so it'll get down. I took a cat or two out of the homes, but they get scared when you pull them out of a house that's been on fire. They're scared to death, and they'll claw oh. and bite. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the and I hate to say it, but the animals are typically smarter than the people. I mean, the animals most, will, most either, will get out. Yes, yeah. they'll either find a way out or find a safe spot in the house. It's the people you have to worry about running right. back in and running back out and that kind of stuff. I mean, the animals. Yeah. They've got a strong, a stronger and, survival. And you, it's that occasional fire where the people say, "Well, my dog's still inside," so you go back into oh yeah, find, try and find the animal <laughs> for them. Well, uh, yeah, fire chief, that's what fire, fire and, chief out of Wisconsin I mean, we, says, says. It's not so much about saving cats from the trees anymore; it's about saving drones from the trees nowadays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have seen drones you, stuck in You the might trees. have lost one of those before, didn't you? <laughs> I was so excited about getting that drone, my very first drone uh, of my life. I thought I was going to be a great drone pilot. Uh, and you have to have failures before you have successes in life. So, I mean, that's a good lesson for, for the kids, the fours and the six-year-olds that are out there listening to this, is you're going to have fail failures in life. And so <laughs> I'm so excited on the first night that I get my uh, get my first little drone. It's not a professional drone by any means, but it was the first one that I had gotten. I'm a grown, I'm an adult at this point. Uh, that does, let's put that caveat out there. I take that out thing outside onto my back deck on a pitch black night because I just opened the box. I was thrilled, hit one button, 
And that drone went, took off straight up in the air and never saw it again. It was just gone <laughs> into the wilderness. Uh, and I was crushed, actually. I was like, oh, my goodness. I, I, I loved my drone, for the, but I set it free. And if it was true love, it would come back. And apparently it wasn't true love because that thing never came, never came back. So I ended up with a nicer drone uh, after, after that. So, yeah. Um, funny. Too what is, funny. What is the weirdest call? Any bizarre calls? Weird um, stuff. Oh, look, you got three three guys stumped here. Six year old. No, no, no. So, right. so not the department I'm currently on. This just literally happened yesterday. I think it was. Uh, there was um, a service call for one of the departments, and you know those can be anything from tripping detectors to you know, I'm locked out of the house to anything like that. So I'm listening to the radio and uh, the update came in. The woman needed help putting her slippers on. I kid you <laughs> not. I kid you not. So, She's, yeah. Lights, well, and, lights and sirens all the way. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. Our, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, people if they Did don't know who to call they they literally call the fire department regardless right? yeah. of, regardless of the situation I have uh it's like it's who else are you gonna call ghostbusters clearly right i mean yeah, yeah. so the uh, well and there's oh man they were slippery yeah the slippers were slippery <laughs> Uh, it, it, and that's what's crazy right and i tell you all the time is that we in the fire service have to go when people call i mean we don't have the option of not deciding not to go like, Oh, somebody else should really help this woman put her slippers on. But uh, I don't know. Remember when we, we had to save the cops one night. Uh, well, I, I had to save VCR equipment from a storm drain. They, uh, we got called to a park for a special assignment. There's always the special assignment calls that are always like, what, what are we getting ourselves into? <laughs> and PD had chased this guy that had stolen some like, no joke. It was like digital recording equipment. It was like VCRs, uh, but they thought it was going to have some valuable information on it or something. And this guy had chucked it into a storm sewer, like as far as he could get it back in there. And the storm sewer was just big enough, just big enough that a guy my size uh, could get in there. Not most of the, not most of the guys on the fire department, but I was good. With, I was good at the confined space call, calls for my size. And so uh, crawled on my belly up in that storm drain as far as you could go. I mean, with the, and then we had a hook and pulled a VCR out. And then there was nothing on it for the cops to actually check out. There's nothing in it. They just, Love some guy had stolen a VCR. It's like, awesome. So yeah, chasing, chasing <laughs> crawling through storm drains. Yeah. yeah. It's all what's good. the long, what's the longest it's taking you to put down a fire from another four-year-old? Man, we are catering to the, yeah. to the youngins today. Ask that cool. four-year-old if uh, they can come up with a jingle for us because we haven't gotten any of those yet either. Oh, we still haven't gotten a jingle. Uh, yeah, we, we need a jingle, uh, Towns, who's four. My uh, junk um, drawer so is getting small. full, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, longest that it took, well, that mulch fire for our fire department took days. I mean, so in our fire department, in, we are, in January, we're not, remember? Yeah, we're not a wildland fire department. So like the wildland fires can run, roll for months out in, the, out in like California, Washington, Seattle, right? But on our fire department, the longest one we had was a, a mulch processing place. And the piles of mulch started on fire and lasted for, golly, four or five days, right? Yeah. 
in January? We had one January. very similar. <laughs> we, they'd, uh, in our community, they uh, buried mulch and then they put a ball diamond over the top of it. But it was near some railroad tracks. And a train went by and threw off some sparks that started the mulch underneath the ground on fire. And this burned for weeks. Holy yeah. smokes. You know, trying to put it out. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, yeah. Yeah, mulch is tough because it's, yeah. So yeah, days to days to weeks on our on our departments, and then to, yeah. uh, Tallulah six. Are any of your fire friends afraid of heights? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The 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 quick answer to that is yes. And yes. and I'll be honest. Uh, when I first started, I, I like I, I reframed it to saying that I had a healthy respect for heights. But then uh, when you do this job and do this work, you have to learn to handle that fear and just not and you know and just kind of again continue on with the actions that make it like a checklist okay i have to do this and then that and then this and then that and by the right. time you're done going through that checklist you realize that the event is already over uh and and it's okay and so you can work through that fear uh in that kind of process but yeah the answer yeah, is that's what it's all yeah. about just yeah. just yeah. working through it and know that the people um that are with you and around you are not going to let anything bad happen to you. So they, right. They will, right. they will have your back all the time. And as long as right. you have that in the back of your head, you'll be all right in any situation you get put in. It's yep. always a team effort mm -hmm. for yeah. everything. Yep. Yeah. And so now uh, you and I, Neil, we're both on our high angle rescue team. We're part of our technical rescue team. And so we would train uh, on our ropes and stuff because training on the ropes would give you much more confidence in the equipment and yep. the gear and your ability. And so it comes down to most things in life that the first few times you do it, you are going to be afraid because you don't know what, how, what to expect. But if you train and practice, it does definitely get easier. Yep. So oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Cool. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 66 year old asks if, uh, so, oh, is that what that six six means? Is that what we're doing with the numbers there? That's I, I guess that's what we're doing with the numbers. Okay. It's 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 working. It's working for us. So this, <laughs> the sixty six year old wants to know when you and I well when the fire department we we may we're not going to put the fire department out there, but uh, if we're going to put out a calendar. Hmm. Remember that one time? Someone thought it was a good idea to have a bachelor auction to raise some money at rock bottom. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Those were that was back in the day. We actually did a quote unquote bachelor auction. Bachelor you know auction I mean, yeah. nothing nothing too crazy happened, but it was uh, yeah, it was a fundraiser for <laughs> it, was, it was very <laughs> it was a fun, fun it was a fundraiser where uh, the single guys could volunteer to be auctioned off to the community uh, and and like do help with like community service and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Go rake leaves, but uh, you know, somebody was bidding on you for some hours of your time. So what happened yeah. whenever, whoever bid on you for a couple hours of your time, I guess that's a, uh, that's yeah. neither here nor there. <laughs> As right. say, what happens after the bachelor auction is stays after the bachelor auction. Right. Sure. Yep. Exactly. So. Exactly. Have you ever been down so, here to Daytona Beach? Who me? Yeah. Um as a as a kid, I remember we took family took a road trip and my mom had friends that lived in Fort Lauderdale. So I think Fort Lauderdale is just south of you, right? So I'm pretty sure yes. we 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 went up to Daytona Beach. I mean, I'm like a mm -hmm. eight, nine, ten year old kid, so I probably really wouldn't 
appreciate it as if I was a teenager, but yeah. Oh, no, it, no, it makes more, it makes more sense now as to, uh, your preference in like bikini styles. I understand that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a 24 hour straight through car ride. That was brutal. Yeah, from that was Chicago, brutal. from Chicago, from Chicago area down to here. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I, we did oh, those yeah. as a kid too, from Ooh, from those were from, I, from Iowa down through Illinois, Kentucky, Georgia. You know, yeah, yeah. We'd, we'd roll out in the evening. Oh, here, get this. This is also a sign of the time. So, kids, don't try this at home. Earmuffs. Uh, when we were kids, we would minivan it down here, uh, but it was in the time where you could take the back seat uh, of the minivan out, and we'd put like a single <laughs> mattress in, and we would just like sleep our way through the trip in the back of that minivan on that mattress playing cribbage uh listen to oh, music yeah. play games oh, yeah. you can't you can't do that anymore i mean right in the back put, of pickup trucks and yeah, right? yeah i mean parents would be sent people, to, people to child protective them. services now <laughs> yeah people throwing up on that stuff now i don't know why yeah i know even listen i I, I, these, he was the one that put me in the back of the minivan. And now I've been down here yeah. watching these grandkids, the grandkids <laughs> and the grandkids are buckled in and seatbelted yeah. in. Like they're going on a, yeah. a ride around in like an indie car. It's like, what? Right, we used to be right. rolling around on the mattress in the back seat. Yeah. I remember <laughs> me, me, me and my brother and sister, when my dad would pick us up, he'd pick us up in his work van. Okay. So there's, there's no seats in his work van It's full of tools. <laughs> so wherever you found a spot in the back with all these projectiles, and if something happened, yeah, <laughs> someone would sit on a toolbox. Someone would actually sit on the floor. Someone would sit on a five gallon bucket. And it was just like, that's how it was, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, uh, God forbid we would hit, you know, get into an accident because. Because yeah. <laughs> a chain, because a circular saw was flying. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, a couple of, a couple of questions in as we're already moving into that 30 minute mark which is great i mean this is crazy how fast it goes every, every week and i hope people that listen along at home i feel the same way that this just flies by but uh, neil where would you live if not in iowa or chicago oh mexico be a choice. It, it, it will happen somewhere around yep. cancun somewhere around, oh yeah it's gonna happen i'm gonna i'm gonna buy me a condo definitely you, i definitely. mean you go down I mean, there, you go down there a couple times a year already so you've got this yeah. area scouted out oh yeah Oh yeah, so definitely it'll happen. Yeah, it'll awesome, happen. cool. And then, uh, what do you miss most about the fire service? Since this is your, this is you're going to basically be our closing statement. Neil and I get to do this every week. Oh, I miss the most. <laughs> well, I miss the guys and the camaraderie, but I also miss the fact that uh, you know you get to help somebody on their worst day and make it better for them in some some fashion. Yeah, it's a pretty powerful experience. Yeah, right? it is. It is. Yeah. You know, when you help somebody out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, I mentioned that on one of the first couple episodes is like, you know, we are there on somebody's worst day. Yes. So, you yeah. know, just, just to make that difference in someone's life or just make it a little bit better for them. Yeah. It's right. Yeah. And honestly, that's one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast, right? Is that that camaraderie yeah, and brother yeah. and brotherhood is strong and it's thick. And so, uh, Neil had this idea like, Hey, why don't we just get together and shoot the breeze? Like we are, like we do at the firehouse, uh, but record it and put it out on, on the internet because I would imagine that there's other people, other firefighters like you that were on the job before, or like us that are on the job now that will definitely resonate with this message, with this concept. And it almost helps them feel like, Oh, they're back connected. Cause as we're talking through, oh, yeah. uh, you can laugh and laugh along with the stories because it's going to spawn a thought that you had or right. something like that. So we're actually building 
a little bit of a, a cool community where we can pull uh, folks back together that do miss that brotherhood kind right. of virtually, which which, right. which, is, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, because yeah. when we were first taught, when I first brought up the idea, I was like, all right, think of some stories to share. And he's like, oh, I mean, it, right? It, it's the, it, it was, I started to poke and give him some cueing questions a little bit. Uh, but then as our conversation has rolled along, I can tell that like some stories and memories are coming oh, back yeah. and that you can share and stuff yeah. like that. So that's a lot, that's sure. what's pretty cool. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, so definitely. All righty, man. We've got a, uh, um we're gonna be back next week right uh next week. week it's yeah every week so keep uh keep posted make sure uh you spread the word of our educational podcast here and uh make sure you share and like it and yeah where can they, they can find where can they find us they can find us everywhere these days uh Man, spotify you guys youtube apple yeah. itunes yeah. yeah so there's no reason not to watch or listen no excuses None. No, and I've even heard people say they listen to us in their cars, which is cool, right? We've become that podcast yeah, that someone yeah. just turns on on the radio and, and yep. in a way, yeah, in a way pretty, we yeah. yep. Pretty cool. cool. Pretty cool. Awesome. Well, respectful of everybody's time. Neil, brother, love you. Dad, love you. Love you, brother. It's good, it's good stuff. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, make sure you post about it on social media. Subscribe. And it would be awesome if you'd leave us a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Facebook at Views from the Back Seat. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.